Jesus, rose of Sharon, bloom within my heart. Beauties of thy truth and holiness impart, that where'er I go, my life may shed a I greet us all in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. This is from the Church of Christ presenting to you the Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I, Ubuko Ogenewede Harrison, will be taking us through the theme Growing Up into Christ. Growing up into Christ is a theme that we enhance our growth in Christ. When we follow this theme step by step, we will come to understand that it is very important for us to aspire for growth in Christ. It's just like when you give birth to a child, and the child refused to walk for four years. Definitely something you will conclude is wrong with this child. When you start up a business, you want the business to grow, to move forward. But five years, ten years, the business remain where it is. You will start wondering, you will start asking yourself, what is happening? Who is standing behind the growth of my business. We care for so many things that are earthly. But should we ask ourselves, I've been in Christ. What is happening that I am not growing? Or have we asked ourselves, am I really growing in Christ as Christ wants me to grow? Or have we asked ourselves, what can I do for me to grow in Christ? This theme, this series, will tell us how we can grow spiritually in Christ. During the course of this theme, we will learn the purpose of God towards our growth from the day we were born in Christ. And as we continue to strive to grow in Christ, there are some things that we need to throw aside and some things that we need to do. Paul said in Philippians chapter 2, Paul made us understand something there. It says, chapter 2, 
verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. When you are born in Christ, when you are born again, when you have this new birth in Christ, you will have the mind of Christ just as Paul pleaded. So let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Therefore, we as Christians that have experienced the new birth in Christ through water baptism, all we have to do is to imbibe the mind of Christ in our life. In the book of Acts chapter 1, the Bible made us to understand that Jesus began to do all what he wanted to teach. It says, The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. When we aspire to grow in Christ, the mind of Christ will be in us, and we will do the things that Christ did. And we will teach those things that Christ taught. As Christians, I will urge us to take this lesson with our whole hearts for us to learn the efficacy of growth. Our topic this day is the new birth in Christ. The new birth in Christ. And our text is taken from the book of Romans chapter 6, verses 1 to 5. Our text will be taken from Romans chapter 6, verse 1 to 5. Paul said, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, Certainly, we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. May God bless this reading in our heart, in Christ's name. Amen. When we talk about the new birth in Christ, it simply means being born again, by putting to death your old man, by putting to death all those filthy things, those ungodly practices, those unrighteous deeds, and then you embrace Christ and you accept him. When you, when, when you are swimming in sin and then you embrace Christ through the gospel and through the, through the process of water baptism, you have been born again and you have been, and you have been given the opportunity to experience the new birth in Christ. The Bible made us to understand that Nicodemus, in the book of John chapter 3, reading from verse 1, 
The Bible made us to understand that Nicodemus came to Christ by night. And he said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher, come from God. For no one can do these signs and wonders except God be with him. Then Jesus answered and said to him, I tell you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus was amazed. And he said, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus said, I tell you, unless a man is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That is Jesus' reply to Nicodemus. Nicodemus have not experienced the new birth in Christ. When we experience the new birth in Christ, we will put to death all our old man. And that is what Paul said in the book of Ephesians. He said that in the book of Colossians chapter 3. He said that we should put to death all our old self in order for us to experience the refreshing of the new birth in Christ. 3 verse 5, the Bible said, Therefore put to death your members which are on the earth, and enlisted them fornication, uncleanliness, passion for evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. The new birth in Christ requires our obedience to the gospel of Christ. When we talk about something that is new, it's something that they have not touched, something that, is, that has just been refined, something that has just been produced. That is something that is new. Something new is something they have not touched before, something they have not used before. It's original. It's still shining. It's still in the brand. It's terrible. That is something which is new. And we talk and when we talk about birth, it's simply being born. Just like the pregnant woman giving birth to a child. Therefore, the new birth is you being born again in Christ to appear new to the world. Before the world know you to be fornicator. The world knows you to be doing all sorts of evil things. But the moment you accept Christ through water baptism, you will appear new before them. Your new birth in Christ is essential for the world to know that you are born again. Looking at this lesson very well, we are to understand that when we talk about the new birth in Christ, it's not just, uh, God, forgive me my sin. I know I have sinned against you. Come into my life. It's more than that. It requires our devotion and our obedience by forsaking the world and the things of the world. Because 
if we who say that we have experienced this new birth in Christ and yet we still observe the things of the past then we are mocking the grace of God in the course of this uh, lesson we'll be looking at four things four things number one what is our status before our new birth in Christ what is our status before our new birth in Christ your status my status how do, how do we look like before we accept the new birth in Christ? Today in Nigeria, we see what is called repentant Boko Haram. Repentant bandits. Bandits who repent and they are giving uh, amnesty because they surrender their hand and their weapons. And when the government sponsor their education, give them everything, rehabilitate them, and they will be looking at their past. That I was once like this before. I was once a bandit. I was once a Boko Haram, killing innocent people. But because I repent and the government rehabilitates me, this is, this is who I am today. The government makes me to be what I am today. Let us take a good look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to 11. How Paul make us to know who we were before our new birth in Christ. Paul said, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. You and I should not deceive ourselves. Because we were once unrighteous. And we still have unrighteous people in the world today. And these unrighteous people, they will not inherit the kingdom of God. And this is what Paul said. Neither fornicators. We have prostitutes who accepted the new birth in Christ. And they are preaching Christ today to the world. In order for you to bring souls to the kingdom of Christ after your new birth, is to use your past life to preach the gospel of Christ to others. I know of a friend who was living such life before. But the moment she encountered the new birth in Christ, she became a useful vessel in the house of the Lord. And she began to preach to young ones that all these things you people are chasing is what I've tested before. And there is nothing there. So why will you kill yourself inside? So our status in the world before we accept the new birth in Christ is horrible. 
Paul went further to name them idolaters, adulterers, homosexuals, not sodomites, not thieves, not covetous, not drunkards, not rivalers, not extortioners. We inherit the kingdom of God. And Paul said, and such were some of you. We were like this before. Such were some of you and I. I know who I am before. You know who you are before. And Paul said that, but you were washed. I was washed through the water of baptism, through the blood of Jesus Christ. But you were sanctified. But you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. This is who we are before. That is our status. Smokers, drunkards, covetous, idolaters, adulterers, sodomites, homosexuals. Name them. This is what we were before. But we were washed, we were sanctified. So our status before we accepted the new birth in Christ was horrible and terrifying. We can't even stand before the throne of God because why? Even our, our appearance was seen before God. Paul made us understand in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 12. He said, and as at that time, you were once lost without Christ. Being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. That is our status. That is who we were before. And there are still people who still live in this parastata today. There are people who still wear this status today. Won't you be free from the bondage of sin? Number two, what is this new bed? What is this new bed? The new bed is our ticket to eternity. Our new bed in Christ is our ticket to eternity. And it's very obvious. Jesus said to Nicodemus, He said, Unless you have this new bed, you will by no means see or inherit the kingdom of God. The new birth is very important because it washed our sins away. It washed our old man. It pulled away those marks in our body. This is the new birth. In First Peter chapter 3, Verse 21. He said, There is also an antitype which now says us. Baptism. This is the antitype that saves us and is baptism. And Peter went further to explain what is baptism. He said, Not the removal of the feet of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards God. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When we are obedient to the gospel of Christ through the water of baptism, we have encountered the new birth. And that is what Paul said 
to the Christians in Rome. He says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? The new birth is taking us into Christ. It takes us into Christ during the process of our baptism. How does the new birth look like? The new birth is a transformation. The new birth is a transformation. Let us see what the book of Galatians chapter 2 Verse 20 say, Paul made something very clear there. Paul said, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. That is how the new birth looks like. You are crucified with Christ. The new birth will make you to do things that the world will not even expect from you. Let me tell us something. There was a man who encountered this new birth in Christ. And the man boarded a bus. They were traveling. While they were traveling, the man mistakenly marched a lady, stepped his feet on a lady who was angry for no reason. The lady stood up and gave this man a dirty slap. Whoa! And people in the bus was like, ah, what is happening to you? Young man, what did they wait for? You know, if you give a slap back, hey, now, wow. Do you know what? This young man said, my hands has been nailed to the cross of Christ. How will I remove my hand from that cross to slap her? It's not possible. And when the lady heard that, she was calm. She asked, what should I do to be like you? The new birth in Christ, when we encounter it, we must live our life just like Christ. In Acts chapter 11, verse 26, the Bible made us understand that the disciples were first called Christians, Christ-like in Antioch. Why? Because they live their life like Christ. They speak like Christ. When we encounter this new birth, we will do away with all fifty words. Paul made us understand. He said, let no ungodly words proceed out of your mouth. But what is good for necessary edification, that he may impart grace to the hearers. And that is why Paul said in Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. He said, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Our words will be seasoned with salt. Our dressing 
will be Christ-like. Our behavior, our conduct, how we behave with people around before we change. That is how the new birth look like. Now, why is the new birth necessary? Why is the new birth necessary for us? Paul made us understand. He said, in our text, Romans chapter 6, verse 3, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. That is why the new birth is necessary for every believer. The new birth is necessary for as many who aspire to be a follower of Christ. Verse 5 made us understand. He said, for if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, number one, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection. If we really want to be a follower of Christ, genuinely, the new birth is necessary. And the new birth is water of baptism, our obedience. It's necessary because we will be buried with him. Our old man will be buried with Christ through baptism. And we, we, walk, we will walk in the newness of life after our new birth. We have a song that says, Great change. Since I was born, great change, since I believe, great change, since I was born, what a great change, since I was born, the things I used to do, I will do them no more, the place I used to go, I will go there no more, the words I used to say, I will say there no more. What a great change since I believe. The place I used to go, I go there no more. The words I used to say, I will say them no more. The things I used to do, I will do them no more. There's a great change since I was born. When you, when you encounter this new birth in Christ, great change will happen in your life. Because the moment we are buried with Christ inside the water of baptism, we have buried our old man. Our sins have been buried. Our old life has been buried. And when we are coming out, out of the water, we are walking into the newness of life. The new birth in Christ is very essential for everyone who aspired to follow Christ. How can you, who is aspiring to follow Christ, encounter the new birth? It's very simple. First of all, you need to acknowledge yourself as a sinner, like the prodigal son that you are lost without Christ. Just as what Paul said in Ephesians 2.12. That even as at now you were lost without Christ, you are lost without Christ. You are without hope of God in the world. You are alien to the commonwealth of Israel. 
And that is salvation. In order for you to find your way out of the loss that you are in now, you need to hear the word of God. Romans chapter 10 verse 17. The Bible says, So then faith comes by hearing, and by hearing of the word of God. You need to hear the word of God. And by the time you hear the word of God, you need to believe. Because if you do not believe, then you are still stagnant. You, you are not moving forward. When you believe, you need to repent of your sins. Repent, for tomorrow might be too late. Jesus said in Luke chapter 13, verse 3 and 5, He said, I tell you, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. What is that sin that you are enjoying today? That is making you to think that the new birth is not necessary for you. Is it fornication? Hebrews chapter 11 verse 25. The Bible says, Choosing rather to suffer the affliction of the, with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season. Oh yes. The pleasure of sin is for a season. Come to Christ and he will accept you. Repent today and encounter the new birth in Christ. By the time you repent, God was says that it is not my will that any should perish, but for all to come to repentance. In Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9, the Bible said, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. I some count slackness, but is long suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God wants you to repent. God wants you to accept Him. God wants you to encounter the new birth in His Son, Jesus Christ, because He has set a day aside that He will judge the whole world. By the time we repent, we need to confess faith in Christ Jesus. In Matthew chapter 10, Jesus made us understand that if you are ashamed to confess me before men, I myself will be ashamed to confess you before my Father who is in heaven. Why are you ashamed to confess Christ? Why will you deny Christ? Who makes you to be who you are? Why Will you see the things of Christ to be like stress? This is what Paul said in Romans chapter 1 verse 16. He said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. The gospel of Christ is the power of God to salvation. So if you are ashamed of the gospel of Christ, there is no hope of salvation for you. You need to confess faith in Christ in public. Your friends will laugh you. Your family will laugh at you. They will mock you. Uh, look at you. You don't really know what you are doing. For all the enjoyment in this world, you say you want to follow Christ. Okay, go ahead. We wish you well. They want to discourage you. Don't let your friends turn you around, turn you around, turn you back. 
Don't let your brethren turn you back. Keep on moving on. Don't let your family turn you back. Turn you back. Turn you back. Don't let anybody turn you back. Keep on moving on. Go ahead. Carry your cross. Follow Jesus. Jesus said, come unto me. You, you, who is carrying the burden of sin. And I will give you rest. Go to Jesus. Confess. Meet the brethren. Tell anybody. Are you weary? Are you heavy? Tell it to Jesus. Tell it to Jesus. We have no other friends that we, we can run to. Tell your problem to Jesus. Confess your heart to Christ. And by the time we do that, we need to be baptized. Baptism is very essential for us to encounter this new birth. We need to be born again through the water of baptism. Jesus said, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Believe and be baptized today. Jesus is calling you. The Bible made us understand in Galatians chapter 5. Uh, Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. It says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. For as many of you that have been baptized into Christ has put on Christ. The moment you are baptized into Christ, you have put on Christ. And Christ will add you to his body. The one true church. The church of Christ. The church that Jesus purchased with his own blood. And you will be added to the church of Christ. As Jesus Christ is calling you, why waste time? Why are you wasting time? Why waste time? Tomorrow might be too late. Why waste time? Why are you wasting time? Why waste time? My Jesus Christ is calling you. Why waste time? Come unto me today. Why waste time? Tomorrow might be too late. Why waste time? Why are you wasting time? Why waste time? Brethren, you need to encounter this new birth today. And present yourself to Christ. Tell Jesus, Just as I am without one plea, But thy blood was shed for me, And the base me, Lord, To thee, O Lord, of God I come, I come. Tell Jesus that you want to encounter the new birth today. Tomorrow might be too late. Jesus Christ is calling you. You can drop your question, you can drop your comment under. We that are speaking to you through this channel. We are members of the Church of Christ. You can ask your question through the comment box. 
you can call the number that you will see there if you want to encounter Christ through the new birth. Visit the Church of Christ in anywhere you see it and ask the question, what must you do to be saved? And they will give you the answer from the scripture. I pray that God bless us as we have listened to these words today in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode on Preachify. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Kindly remember to subscribe and share with your friends. And also follow us on Facebook via the link www.facebook.com forward slash preachify. Thank you and God bless. Jesus, Jesus. Rose of Sharon, Rose of Sharon, bloom in radiance and in love with it.